0: It's Vegas, it's rock, it's dogs, it's Vegas Rock Dog Radio, a rock and roll show all about pets, people, and pop culture. Stand by for great guests and cool advice, all in one rocking hour. The phone lines are open at 702-483-4444. That's 702-483-4444. Now, let's bring up the host. Here is the rock and roll queen of dogs, Sam.
1: Good morning, everyone. Ooh, that's loud. It's uh, a sunny day in Las Vegas. It's going to be a great show. Played that song for a reason. Because um, my guest today, I said to her, well, we're about to get on the crazy train. And she said, we were born on the crazy train. <laughs> we drive the crazy train. <laughs> We're the the conductors
2: of the crazy train.
1: (laughs) It's going to be a really, really, really fun show. Uh, And before we actually get started, I'll tell you who I am. If you're listening in for the first time, I am Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs. And uh, the show is all about pets, people, pop culture, and anything else you want to throw into the mix. So... uh, If you're listening in and if you've not listened in before or you want to find out where you can find me on the internet, these are some of the links and there's quite a few of them. I keep adding more and more. It's like please no one invent any more social media platforms. Yeah, that won't happen at all. I I don't think so. I hope not. So the website, the main website is VegasRockDogRadio.com. That's where it's the hub of all links of all links. And you'll be able to find uh, photographs of guests, guests, the actual previous shows, um, sponsorship information, you name it. It's on there. You stream. We are streaming live. We're going to give you a little wave. That's Hannah Elizabeth. Oh, that's a very nice regal. Yeah, that's During, like, Queen Elizabeth this is a very nice
2: wave. The second. <laughs> I really like the wave.
1: <laughs> so if we're on Ustream if you want to watch in. And um, you'll just go to ustream.tv. The channel is Vegas Rock Dog. And then you'll find two shows on there, the Hot Diggity Dog Show, which was the old show, and then the new show, Vegas Rock Dog Radio. And just click on, and you should see us right there. And You're, you're in you're in luck today. We put lipstick on. We're good. We've been already talked about makeup today, haven't we? <laughs> makeup and how we spoil our dogs and all that good stuff. So I'm broadcasting live from Las Vegas on VegasAllNetRadio.com. And uh, you can listen in live today by going straight to the website, find my show, click on the big flashing. There are two of them, speakers. So many people say, I can't, where do I click? They're the biggest flashing speakers you've ever seen in your life on a web page. It doesn't matter. You so can get the whole page. <laughs> there they are. Facebook is Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Twitter is Vegas Rock Dog Show. No W on the end. The call-in number is 702-483-4444. Uh, we archive all our shows on VegasAllNetRadio.com. So you just go to the page, scroll down, you'll see links for all our sponsors and then you'll see all the shows. And they're either by topic or by guest. And I'm on Instagram. I love Instagram. No one can complain about 100 pictures of dogs every day. And uh, that is Vegas Rock Dog. If you want to pick up your rock and roll clothing for you and your dog, you can go to VegasRockDog.com. And the blog where lots of my giveaways happen is TheRockAndRollDog.com. That's n, not and. RockAndRollDog.com. So, let me tell you, let me do a little intro for my guest. yeah? So, Today you are going to feel like you were whipped up by a tornado <laughs> and dropped, Hurricane in, Hannah, and, and dropped into the land of Oz because entertainer, comedian, rouser, sex bomb, and dog lover Hannah Elizabeth is in studio today. Yay! do we have like a
2: fake applause or something?
1: No. <laughs> I think what's his name gave me some fake applause one week. I'm oh, like, yeah. oh my
2: god, that was so funny. Yeah. We oh need no, some you fake know what applause. it was? I
1: came to do a pre-recorded show got the guy's name. He, was, he just came in and helped me out that day. And uh, yeah, we, I had applause and all kinds of oh, yeah. r- rim shots. And I don't think I'm deserving of a rim shot. Trust me on that. I'm always afraid to say that. It's one
2: of those terms that has too many meanings. You <laughs> always get in trouble or people always look at you like... Mm.
1: <laughs> and you know, it's so easily misinterpreted, isn't yes, it? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, you've got quite the introduction there. I think we're very similar where we are... Crazy, and 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 you know we we are we're not just a jack of all trades, but we're a master of all trades.
2: We like to think so. (laughs) We're
1: good, we're good at everything. We put our minds to. Yeah. I would never do anything if I didn't think I could do it well. I've
2: had quite a few careers in my day.
1: I I what was your first
2: career? Um, well, my first actual paid gig out of school, I remember it well, was I worked for three months at the Long John Silver's opposite Lincoln Center in New York. Things have changed. It's the smell friend. of the grease paint. <laughs> or just the grease. I don't know. Oh yes. my gosh. Yes. Now, I was a theater major in college and of course came back to New York and, uh, thought I was going to be a, a nightclub singer and I did that briefly. And then I got into doing PR for Off Off Broadway. Oh, and nice. I think the very first thing that I promoted landed on the front of the New York Times. So <gasps> I thought I was a genius. Oh, that's fantastic. Never happened again. <laughs>
1: still got one claim to fame exactly. on that. <laughs> um,
2: But I've done everything. I've done PR, marketing, singing, acting. Um, comedy. Comedy. I have my own comedy show on YouTube. Yes. We can talk about that. Yes. Tell everybody the name of that so they can actually go over there. It's called My Big Blonde Life. Blonde, like a girl blonde. B-L-O-N-D-E. My Big Blonde Life. Uh, and it's a show that I created. I think it's about three and a half years ago. Because I got sick of
1: nobody hiring me to do, to do anything. <laughs> do you know, that's what so many people do in town. Right. They're always like trying to get a gig, or trying to get on someone else's band, or trying to get on someone else's show. And eventually, if you've got the guts, you say, "I just do my own thing." Exactly. And and often that it turns out to be better anyway.
2: It started as a podcast, and then I found out nobody really. Listen to it. So I moved it into YouTube and I, and I shoot it myself, edit it myself. I mean, it's like, whole, I do everything. I do craft services. I do everything. <laughs> um, the last year, because I did finally get gainful employment in the last year, I now actually have a full-time writing gig. So I haven't had as much time to right. post shows. I did post one last October. Um I took a backwoods route to Palm Springs, and I shot the whole travelogue. It was pretty entertaining. Oh, yes. I've not seen that yeah, one. Yeah, you got to see that I one. saw the
1: Christmas one. The Christmas one was <laughs> the, the one before that. With the dogs. Yes. With,
2: with the, the dogs. <laughs> right, I know, and me singing, because I, I actually originally moved to Vegas as a singer. So that was the, the... Now, where did you move from? I moved from Southern California. Okay. Yeah. So...
1: Um, I saw pictures of you doing a uh, Dolly Parton. Yes. I cannot believe. It's scary. M- I cannot believe I how. M- because when you look at you now, you're like, you I don't know. think Dolly no. Parton. No but unbelievable once you're in costume and carrots, It's amazing. Yeah, we have a very similar
2: smile. Um, Our upper face is not exactly the same, but when I do the wig and the hair and we both have enormous boobs. It's uncanny. Yeah, it's a little scary. And you know what? You know, I'll tell you why I think I work as well as her. She has a kind of unidentifiable personality. Like, you can't really put her in a box. No. And so do I. That's right. So we kind of, that's why neither of us could ever do anything except for be ourselves. Be
1: ourselves. (laughs) You know, I know now that Stacey Natina is probably listening in and Amy Rouse and they're probably laughing at that they're going oh yeah that's true that is so true
2: <laughs> no for sure I mean it but it really is a problem because I always had pursued commercial acting and I, I would get I did a couple infomercials um, I did a, uh, a country music video with Dirk's Sp- Bentley in his early days where I was kind of the Jessica Rabbit character. Uh, well, how oh, am I doing? I saw that yes. picture too. People can actually Google how am I doing and they'll see my little cameo in there. Um But basically nobody ever knew what the hell to cast me as. Right. Because I'm not really anything. You don't anything. fit a no. mold. Right. You know, when my age group, I don't look um, sedate enough.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think you can see Hannah's glasses there, but uh, yeah. yeah, she's not sedate. No, sedate no is means. not. Yeah, by no means. And I tell you something. Her Facebook posts are, are certainly not. Um, sedate
2: either. I've been known to rabble a few rouses, yes. <laughs> I'll
1: <don't know. laughs> tell you something, you have, um, I love your writing style. Thank you. I think you're very funny. Thank I think you have an incredible vocabulary. I, I'd like to think so. For me, that's very exciting. I love big words. I just had Ben Stone on a jasmine tree and, and he has some big words too. They're big words too. Well, here's the thing, <laughs> you know, I, I grew up in
2: New York City and I went to a private girls' school from fourth grade through twelfth grade. And, The man who started this school had had four daughters back in, like, 1880, okay? (laughs) I don't think they had changed the curriculum (laughs) since 1880. So we were essentially raised to be, like, upper-class British ladies. You know, they thought we were going to go... Do polo matches or something. I don't even know what they thought we were going to (laughs) do.
1: Croquet. I love croquet. Right. So
2: we had read like all the Shakespeare plays by the time we graduated, Mm -hmm. and it was a heavy emphasis on English and vocabulary. I remember when I went to college and I was a theater major, I was one of like five people who passed the English requirement. Right. And um, so I have a huge vocabulary. There's four people that understand it.
1: I know. I. I I know. It (laughs) is fun though to throw in those big words and Uh, watch people's faces. At
2: least when you write it serves some
1: purpose. (laughs) People probably read your post and uh, and are constantly flicking back between that and Google trying to figure out what it means.
2: (laughs) <laughs> I don't, don't think they care. give a rat's ass. That's what I've discovered. <laughs> so they I've, do not care.
1: So did you always have dogs or uh, pets growing up? No, I had nothing. I grew up
2: in Manhattan on the 11th floor of a oh, building. Oh, so that's so a whole different not situation. that people don't have dogs yeah. there, but my family was not one of them. We had parakeets and turtles.
1: Oh, so you still had, had pets. We had little pets. Yeah.
2: I got my first dog when I was married. Um, my ex came home with a puppy one day out of nowhere, and I fell in love. Um. And I have pretty much had... One or two or three dogs at a time. Since then, I've never like really You've gone for more than a few weeks. Like if one died, you know, before yeah. I got the next one. You've always
1: had your furry presence. Yeah. There. Once you
2: get used to them, it's like losing a limb when you lose one. Yes, and, and I
1: think I think what you find is, and a lot of people say I'm not ready for a dog. So I just lost a dog, but they miss that presence and they miss them that sound of them running around. And it often is quicker than you think it is that you Way find quicker. your next yeah. your next. You know, dog,
2: and you know what? It helps you grieve, and it helps you look. You're not going to bring the other does. dog back. It so. does. They've,
1: I think they come see your life to help you with what you just went through. Yeah, and they come and fill a little bit of a hole, and then it, you know they fill it entirely in the end. You know, they do. And you're not, you're not, you know, dishonouring your own dog. You know, they they kind of work together. I think <laughs> like, right, I'm sending you on your way. Listen, we're all going to kick it
2: one day. Yes. somebody's going to take our place. So-
1: <laughs> we're all replaceable. So you've got. Um, Miss Ginger Lee. I have little Miss Ginger
2: Lee, and you've yes. got
1: Wiley Coyote. Wiley,
2: Wiley Coyote. They're both about thirteen and a half. Uh, Wiley, I found when he was about five, wandering in the desert. Mm. It was a long story, but <clears throat> he ended up at lead because in order to catch catch him, we had to call animal, animal control. control. And this was old lead, uh, and they did not inoculate them at that time. Did they not? No. So by the time he got to his spot for getting neutered, it was three weeks, and he had contracted Bordetella there.
1: Oh, goodness.
2: And the person who is long gone, who was then the adoption manager, called me and said, come down. You're going to get him out the back door with no paperwork.
1: Really? Yes, God bless her. Because of the situation.
2: And my vet, who has now saved Wiley's life twice... Oh. Uh, was wonderful. He put him on a double drip IV for two weeks. That's really? how bad the Bordetella was. Oh <gasps> my mm. gosh. He didn't, didn't know for the first four days if he was going to make it. <sighs> and, uh, and now as people who know me know this last year, Wiley, um, was diagnosed with lymphoma at 13 and we got him on chemo through six months, and he came through it like a superstar, and it's he's really all incredible. done with it now. So I always tell my vet, you saved his, his life twice. twice. Yeah. Well,
1: he's meant to be here, definitely. He's the
2: greatest dog ever. He's so spoiled, it's like insane.
1: <laughs> now, Ginger <laughs>
2: Lee, I adopted just a year and a half ago because I thought it would be nice for Wiley to have another friend. Yeah, um, she is the quirkiest, craziest little Looney Tune. She? She's a sock hoarder. Is she? Yes. <laughs> Supposedly she lived outdoors all her life before I got her. I really don't know. She's also so many breeds that I honestly look at her and I have no oh, idea what, what the she heck is. she is.
1: Oh, now, did she, does she still, um, scavenge? You know, she, so now this is still part of what she did probably living. You know, outdoors. this
2: is what I've discovered with all my dogs that were all either pound dogs or found dogs within like a day. They go from, you know, a jack to a king. Yeah. They seem to adapt yes. very quickly yes. to a life of luxury. Yes, they do. <laughs> she has beds all over the house, so does he. <laughs> she now she is just Queen of the Race. I do
1: yeah, I'm oh. li- I'm just living it right now with Mr. Yeah. Twix. Yeah. He is oh my god, he's a scavenger. I just laid on the couch last week I was just tired. I just laid there watching TV and he just kept trotting by with another piece of clothing, shoes, love shoes. Doesn't ruin anything Oh, there's probably five cushions on my patio right now. The socks are out there. Um, underwear. Um, I've got... Um, uh, oh, there's a scarf out there. Oh, and, I, and I'm just doing some... Uh, planting some new plants in the garden. And... Uh, oh, yeah, he's having fun with them, too. He, I've had to put them on the table because they're still in the containers because he wants to throw them around, too. I understand. But he doesn't ruin anything. And I don't... You know what? I'm not that... Well, I think we're saying... Does it really matter if they did chew anything up? doesn't bother me in the slightest. But yeah, he's adapted. He went from rags to rock and roll.
2: Very quickly.
1: Yeah. And you know what? You clap eyes on them and you fall in love with them instantly. You know, we were kidding ourselves in the beginning, you know, like, no, we're going to find a home for him. Yeah, I
2: knew. I knew the minute (laughs) I
1: saw that dog. (laughs) And I believe I said that on your (laughs) Facebook page, too.
2: (laughs) Same with our friend, Amy Rouse.
1: Yes. You don't gradually, you don't gradually fall in love. You just go. Oh, my God, I love this dog, instantly. And he is something else. And, you know, each day is a different breakthrough. It's not easy, you know, coming in when, you know, your girls have a routine and they do their own thing. And, you know, my girls are seven and eight now, so they're definitely setting their ways. But he, um, bit by bit, and yesterday, he, oh, they let him on the couch yesterday. It was a big deal. Wow. The Ottomans
2: are big deal today. Wow. And The thought, Ottoman
1: Empire. And the bed, the bed. So the bed, how I took did the bed situation, I had to do it very gradually. I and mean, this has been nearly a month's process. Can you believe that? But I put his crate in our bedroom. With the door closed, so they can just get used to being in their bedroom. Which, by the way, I need to pick a bigger bed now because now everybody's on the bed. Right. But I just gradually did those things. Now, w- was it the same when you brought Ginger Lee home?
2: Well, okay, but, because they're older. Yeah. And Wiley has had hip dysplasia his whole life, really, so he can't jump on the bed anymore. She okay. really can't either. I mean, they both have a little. Yeah. <coughs> excuse me, a little arthritis. So. She has a bed on one side. He has a bed on the other side. Then they each have two beds side by side in the living room. Then she has a bed behind <laughs> the sofa, and he has a man cave bed, and she has another bed in the living room. So there's literally like six beds for them throughout I'm the house. Not alone. And half the time they lay on the tile. By the way, I
1: know what is that?
2: <laughs> but they each like. Like she likes to go to her little hidden spot. He likes to go to his man cave. Right. They get along well, but I wouldn't say they interact constantly. Like okay. sort, you know, they're sort of like 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 uh, cranky old people. Yeah,
1: they've been married a long time. Well, yeah? they
2: kind they kind of like, you know, they like their own space. Yeah. They like their own thing. Um they they never have gotten in a squabble, thank goodness, because Wiley's really funny. He's very gentle, he's very tolerant, but if she happens to cross that line, he just goes
1: Yeah, that's what I've had this week. I've had a couple of well, a little bit more than that. Uh, but um I get it. And I think like what you're doing is you are allowing them to be themselves and w- establish what their relationship's going to be. You know, I don't think you can, and you do see all the time people forcing their new dog on their new dog. Come on, you say can. hi. I it love you. Work. I love you.
2: It doesn't work. It
1: doesn't work. You have to have, I think people do it out of convenience to themselves, but they end up with a problem in the end when they've not integrated them slowly, gently at their pace and whatever they decide their relationship is going to be. Galaxy ignored him for a few days then he really would kind of get on her nerves a little bit because he's running up and down like a nutcase I mean he's about one years old That's hilarious. and and Thornton's now they're at that point where they're both running up and down every rug is in a pile they like surf on them and they're in a pile on my hardwood floor so I so must so just pick them up you know but um, but yeah they've established what their relationships are going to be instead of trying to force something on them because I think you're setting yourself up for a nightmare if you do
2: you are and I made sure that I brought Wiley down and introduced yeah. to Ginger Lee there and you know I went specifically for a senior because he's older I didn't want, you know, believe me, she has enough energy, so to see. Right. Seem. But, you know, initially I tried to introduce him to a puppy, and the puppy kind of tried to jump on him it's down at lead. And I was like, this, is, much, not, yeah. this yeah. is not going to work. So they just, they, they seem to like each other when they first met. And they've been very, I know some of it I think is just luck. I mean, they've they've yeah. gotten along very well. They're both. I, you know, I always say, you know how people say dogs are like their owners. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I got quirky <laughs> spoiled dogs. How oh, did that, how strange.
1: I have to no, know that's
2: obviously not me. <laughs> quirky or spoiled.
1: You know, but it's, I say it's been a long process for us. You know, initially we had him kind of quarantined because of the worm situation, oh, you know, right. which I never saw those worms, yeah. thank goodness. Yes. But uh. I think it was a very good thing because they got to know that he was in the house. They could smell him. They could hear him. So it was, they kind of got used to that. So everything was a little step and add a little bit more on. And um, as much as I wanted to be like, oh, my gosh, my life's all over the place right now. I, I have no routine, really, because it's just a lot more work trying to separate dogs and walk them separately. It was crazy. I think it was the best thing that actually happened, really, in all honesty, because we just took our time, you know.
2: You know, when I found Wiley, I had another dog who very sadly, I think two years later, passed of an aneurysm very Aww. quickly. Yeah, it was a horrible day. But anyway, um I was not looking for another dog. No. And I, you know, I have a small house. I was like, really? I'm going to have two large Isn't male dogs, like, which have- most people do not recommend as a good combination. Uh, you know, but sometimes things happen and you just sort of rise to the occasion. Yes, you do. I mean, Wiley has ended up being the most amazing yes, dog. Do. And they, by the way, those two got along like, I've never seen anything. They used oh. to they used to sit next to each other, they would put their heads on each other's bellies. Even my vet said it's oh, pretty unusual for two large red yeah. dogs. They adored each other. Oh, don't yeah. you just love that? Yeah.
1: You know what? said uh, I wasn't looking for a dog either. I was just asked to come and help chase a dog. Right. <laughs> you should have known better. I should have. And I ran around those high heels, it was ridiculous. But you know what? Um like you say you adapt. You know, initially you're like, oh my gosh, everybody's routine is off. And not that we have much of a routine anyway, but still, you know. And so you just adapt and then it just becomes normal. Yeah. And you're fine, you know.
2: A lot of the best things in life are not things we plan.
1: Exactly. I agree. Well, i tell you one thing we have got planned. We've got some commercials planned. Good segue. It was a very good one. <laughs> We're going to listen to some words from our sponsors. We're we'll right back. You're listening to Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs on Vegas Rock Dog
0: Radio. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Introducing the new Brett Michaels Pets Rock Collection, exclusively at PetSmart. I created it for the pets that rock your world. Shop the Brett Michaels Pets Rock Collection and celebrate PetSmart's 25th anniversary with up to 25% off thousands of items on the PetSmart site. Plus, free shipping on orders of $49 or more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com. That's PetSmartDeal.com. P E T S M A R T D E A L.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Jeff Werber from Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff here on Pet Life Radio. We want to hear from you. Listen in. We're on every Thursday, 1 o'clock Pacific Time, 4 o'clock Eastern Time here on PetLifeRadio.com. We are here for you. We're trying to make life with your pets even better. I know it's hard to believe that can it even be better than it is, and hopefully it's fantastic already. The goal here is to answer your questions, help you out with your problems, anything you really wanted to know, but maybe you're afraid to ask your veterinarian, or maybe it was just too expensive to go to your veterinarian just to ask a few simple things. So that's what you got me for here at Pet Life Radio. Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff. Call in. We'll see you here on Thursdays. Now let's return to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Here again, your host, the Rock and Roll Queen of Dogs, Sam.
1: Okay, and we're back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with Sam, the Queen of Rock and Roll Dogs, and my fabulous, fun guest today. Although I think we got quite, quite serious about the dogs, didn't we? There for a minute, Hannah. Is what were Hannah? We <laughs> That doesn't well, happen very often. <laughs> so it's funny. i we was driving in today, and she, and Hannah was here early, and she was like, well, where is there a Starbucks around here? Okay, and can we discuss enough, this for a minute? It's just weird.
2: All right, so we're in Las Vegas where seriously there's a Starbucks on at least every block. Seriously. That? Every half a block, yeah.
1: right? But
2: Sahara, for people who don't know, sort of an older neighborhood, okay? But there's all of these high-end car dealerships. Yes. There's a very fancy furniture store. And I don't understand why some Starbucks franchisee has not figured out this would be a really good place to put a Starbucks.
1: I know. I mean, literally, I drive all the way down to the 15 and there is no Starbucks. That's craziness. Not one. And you have to go 10 minutes to get to the coffee bean and tea leaf up, up at the other end of I'm the sure street. you could find heroin down the block <laughs> if you needed it. Oh, you know, I did see this morning. I saw a gentleman cross the road, a road, and he was wearing spats and a zoot suit, and it was nine a.m. Was, he might have been coming from a gig, though. you got to love Vegas. you got to
2: love Vegas. I've been here <laughs> almost 14 years, and I grew up in New York City. And I have to say that Vegas is one of the most entertaining places it to is. live. First of all, you open the paper every day, and the scandals are off the chain. You so cannot funny. beat the city for scandals. Yeah,
1: you can't make them up because they're so random. Up. You know,
2: the priest who stole 600000 from his congregation because he was a compulsive gambler. That's like a <laughs> real story. Don't I, you I love really
1: that? I mean, just, all this town has some of the... Fulliest stories Hilarious. ever. I was on, uh, on the boulevard. And I I was near Olympic Gardens, the uh, strip club. strip club. It was daytime. I was sat at a, there used to be a little shack on the corner that used to do Venezuelan food. We used to sit right outside, but you're right at the traffic lights, so you're sucking in fumes. But I used to love sitting there because it is the best people watching corner in this town. And I'm not, I'm not lying. I saw Big Bird come down the boulevard on an electric wheelchair. I know who that Big Bird is. (laughs) He goes to he no,
2: he goes to the Las Vegas sign because yes, I shot a, I shot a show there, that's yes, why I know does. I spoke to him. He's and he like makes money. He charges yes. people to take a picture with him. He's a hustler, which is what everyone is in Vegas.
1: Yeah, I so saw him and then this is I'm not lying. The cars are stopped, we're eating, I look after this car, the window's down and there's a chimp. A, a real live chimp in the passenger seat with its elbow hanging over the the, the wind. I could cr- honestly. I said, "Jim, is that a chimp? I have pictures to Do prove it." You know how dangerous they are if oh, they get out of. The I bar. know they rip your face off <laughs> if you're not careful, or at least steal your Venezuelan They're food. They're not like the ones in the movies. <laughs> Seriously, it's yeah. so, the so best. People watching corner it's amazing. ever.
2: Yes. It's fantastic. And by the way, I get a ticket if I go one mile over the speed limit, but then I see people crossing six lanes of traffic to make a left hand <laughs> turn and they go, I'm like, really? Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. You have to, after have, have, have your eyeballs peeled.
2: Someone told me yesterday, this was on Facebook. Someone told me yesterday they saw an NHP that was a Prius. It was like an unmarked car that yeah. they pulled someone over. And I said, well, how do you know it's really a cop? Like any idiot could put a light on top of their oh. car. Yeah. And they're like, well, you could call in and you could ask. I'm like, I'm like from New York. I'm like, you know what? (laughs) They can shoot me. I'm I'm not pulling over for some. I go, so now I pull over and some guy comes up to my car with a gun. Right. Yeah. No, we're not doing that. We're not playing that game. I don't even like the marked cars. Okay. So unmarked, they're on their own. (laughs) And then often you get those people that pretend to be police
1: officers. Well,
2: the last ticket I got, I was on Dean Martin, which is a frontage road for the 15. Yeah. And I was going one mile over the speed limit and the cop pulls me over there's no shoulder so I Gosh. pull into it's daylight I pull into like the closest motel parking lot <laughs> the guy yells I'm not making this up the guy yells at me for 10 minutes <gasps> because he says, don't you know you're supposed to pull over to the shoulder and you could be dealing drugs I mean I had a 10 year old Honda Accord and and look at me yeah I look like a drug dealer <laughs> I really, it. you know, and you can't ever mouth off to them, which is no, so painful for can't. me. So I just had to smile. Oh, my and God. And I really wanted to go, you're an idiot. Yeah.
1: Isn't that crazy? No. It, 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 we do. We see the see the, uh, the extreme cases of everything in town, don't, don't we? You know. What do you think about the Gloria Lee case? Um, for anyone that's listening in, um, I think I mentioned it last week, um, a puppy store owner here in town um, and a uh, co- is it co-conspirator? Is that what they call them? um, Conspired to burn down the, the puppy store with twenty seven. She puppies actually
2: poured gasoline yeah. on the puppy cages. The video is that it's on, it's on video yeah. on her own surveillance video. So besides being a criminal, she's not the sharpest knife in the drawer.
1: Yeah, I mean it's on vid- it's crazy. Yeah. But she um she was charged with arson. Twenty-seven counts, I believe, of uh, attempted so animal animal cruelty. cruelty. Yeah. yeah,
2: she's going to do some serious time. Yeah,
1: it's really bad. And and they did catch the the, uh, the the guy that actually was with her. He was in Indiana, is that correct? I don't know. Uh, I think he's in Indiana. He's back in Vegas now, from what I can gather. I'm sure.
2: I'm sure that was not a voluntary return. Oh Vegas. no,
1: I don't think so. <laughs> I'm yes. guessing that I'll was with back. police escort. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'll go back
1: of my own accord. And he was in jail. So she got. Um, she also has a three hundred ten thousand dollar bail. So. You know what?
2: I have. to to say this the uh the um uh, what do they call it the prosec- not the pro- yeah the prosecuting attorney that's not the right word but the you know yes. the city attorney Steve Wolfson mm-hmm. I really give him props because yeah. he's really stood up to yeah. make you know the charges stick and he seems to be quite an animal yeah, and, and you know, and
1: that's what we need. We need we need these kind of people that support um what we want for animals in in Nevada, in and definitely in Las Vegas. Because here's the thing: our laws aren't that strong compared to other states. But just because
2: bestiality is actually not illegal Isn't in Nevada, that crazy. oh you know
1: When I found that it's out, nuts. I was like, "Say what now?" It's nuts. That is nuts. People need to review these laws. Like, can we it's look at like, them after like 60, you know, eighty years? Can we have another look at them? <laughs> Why would
2: bestiality ever be legal be anywhere at legal. any time, Whoever, except for? like maybe ancient Rome. yeah,
1: <laughs> And then we're going back. I'm sometime. a little confused. Exactly. Yeah, they need a lot of review, but the great thing is Nevada voter for, Voters for Animals, Gina, she does a great job of um, authoring some of those bills and stuff, and she is great, I think, at enforcing them, too, because if she wasn't behind this yes. whole Gloria Lee thing, right. and like you say, meeting, uh, is it Wolfson, Is last night? Yeah, Steve Wolfson. You know, meeting with these people and saying, listen, you know, these are our current laws, you know, and we really need this to stick because this is extreme. I mean, this made the British newspapers it's been I think everywhere. it was a Daily Mail. I think it was in that too. And it's outrageous. And the thing is, the good thing is the puppies were saved, which is fantastic. Yeah, thank and God. I think it's opened up a dialogue of why are we still selling animals? Uh we do you know they come from puppy mills? You know, those kind of topics. I think it's it's opened up a big conversation again, which is good. We just have to keep it on the forefront all the time. Yeah. A little bit like our no kill uh movement. Exactly. Yeah, we were there in that rain, weren't we?
2: That was quite a day. I was just watching the video of our rally back in November. It was like the coldest, oh. wettest, most miserable. Yeah. It probably reminded you of London. It
1: did. It was like a summer day in England. It was horrible. <laughs>
2: but uh, it was a very emotional It was a very emotional. I mean,
1: gosh, after they all paraded in the front with it. Oh, my God. And then Bryce says to me, I'll let Sam speak. And I can't speak because I'm bawling my eyeballs out. But what a great group of people who really believe in in converting, you know, getting our shelter to convert to the no-kill model. And uh, Henderson's doing a wonderful job. Henderson's doing a good
2: job. They're really trying. I mean, here's the thing that I want to point out because there's been so much in the news. You know, people hear about how they're shooting the strays in Sochi. Mm -hmm. And there's been some athletes that have saved those dogs. And God bless. You know what? I'm happy for any dog's life who is saved. But people need to realize that here in the United States, three to four million, Mm. three to four million dogs and cats are killed yep. every year in shelters. Yep. In fact, that is the main reason why dogs and cats die is in shelters. Not <laughs> animal abuse, not the Gloria Lees of the world, You're right, but legal and, and humane. It's not all, it's not all, you know, yeah. even a shot. It's yeah. sometimes the other states, it's hard stick or the gas chambers, which truly is the most horrible, agonizing. Yeah. Like the fact that that's still legal is unbelievable. And, and the fact
1: that they call it humane blows my mind away because killing anything is not humane.
2: It's not humane, <sighs> nor is it euthanasia. You know. Euthanasia by death Definition means that you are on the verge of death by your own accord because you're sick or mm-hmm. an accident or whatever happened. And it's literally what they call the coup de grace. It's it's the, the yes. stroke of grace to kind of help you go over without having to suffer, suffer endlessly for another day or two, which is really all you would have if you're having euthanasia. Yeah. Just killing something That's with young, a shot healthy. that happens not to be totally yeah. agonizing is not euthanasia. Yeah. It's,
1: we're talking and we're talking you know, puppies Kittens. So it there's this kind of like it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter whether you're ill or not. They well, I will, just want people to yeah. think
2: about whatever emotion seeing those dogs in Sochi has stirred in you is great. I want you to realize that that exact same thing is, is happening, happening here. Whatever town you live in, That's in right. your backyard, that is happening. So if you feel like you should go save those dogs, please save the ones that are dying with no protection.
0: Yes. you know in
2: your own and you know people like to say oh it's the public and they don't spay and neuter and they don't you know it's so much more than that it has to there has to be a whole change of consciousness yes. about how we deal because it's like if you look at foster children you know, we could say, well, there's no homes for the foster children, so we should just kill them. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's just not a solution. I mean, it, that's really the mentality. Yeah. So and it are has we, to change. Are we stuck in like 1640? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, can we can we advance our
1: thought to and a I new th- plane? I think, yes, I think it's a change. Flic- flicking the switch and believing we can do it, and I think, is the key component. <laughs> because without that, we're not doing going to do well after that anyway. But it is. We've got to start valuing life. No matter what form it comes in, you know, and I think that's you're right. It's it, the consciousness has to change, most definitely. Yeah. There is a billionaire in Russia. I saw that he built a sh- quickly built the shelter, and saving these dogs. But hopefully, like you say, he's inspired people that live here to you know go. Oh, maybe I should adopt. You know, right. but yes, it's not just Russia. So don't, yeah, we can't be like oh, they're, they're definitely just not different. just Russia.
2: And I mean, you know, you see on Facebook and, and listen, it's horrifying to see. You know, you see countries like Korea. and... Japan, mm, and, yeah, and let's they say, do horrible yeah. stuff to dogs. Let's yeah. not, you know... But we need to look at our own backyard. We do, so, we do. Yeah, you know, we still have a
1: lot of work to do. Oh, here. A lot of work, you yeah. know. And I think No Kill, the No Kill movement, which is nklv.org, is a fantastic movement. I keep hearing odd things like, "Aren't those people radical that put together No Kill?" Oh, yeah, Pete, we're really radical. We're really, yeah. If, if loving animals and wanting to keep them I'd alive is radical, work like seven days a week, that's how <laughs> radical I am. <laughs> exactly. No, there's been some some odd misconceptions. I don't know why because when you meet the people behind NKLV. You will be surprised.
2: Well, I think people think about... PETA And, you know, I know people have different opinions on PETA. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. I think PETA might have been relevant 30 or 40 years yes, ago. Yes. I don't think they've had a new idea in 30 or 40 years. Yeah. And to me, they're not helping the movement because no. they just sort of maintain this image of a bunch of angry teenagers who have nothing to do but, you know, take their clothes off and go, look, I'm naked. I'm not wearing <laughs> fur. Who who cares? You yeah, know because I mean? on the flip
1: side, they're killing a lot of animals. And I think but, well, that's don't, another don't know that, you yeah. know, like you say, so I don't think, and I think what happens with a lot of organizations, n- not just, any charitable organization, it becomes that um, we've got to raise money because we've yes. got to help these animals. Then it becomes, oh, we've got lots of money coming in. And it, that at what point they get big and then it, it changes. It and does. then that becomes more of the focus, not like, well, we've got to save these dogs, so let's raise this money. Then it becomes, we just got to raise money. And then you start seeing less and less of it trickle down to the, the real cause itself. You know? It's
2: challenging. I mean, yeah. look, I, I'm a very pragmatic person. I understand if you have a huge organization, any kind of charitable organization, some amount of it has to go to our administration. Of it, course it, it has does. To, you, you can't know? function. And you can't expect people to do everything on a volunteer no. level when you get that big. So you have to pay True. people. And I don't even mind paying people well if they're really doing do the a job. good job. I
1: agree. I agree you entirely know? on that one. Most definitely. But if they're doing a crappy job, that's another then matter. Then that's a whole different story. Right. But, you know, um, I think something to, to also think about too is donating locally because a lot of these bigger organizations on TV it's not there isn't a branch you know in Las Vegas for exactly. certain organizations and so your money did not com- come to Vegas so definitely look at your I for me I'm a big champion of small rescues we have
2: some amazing rescues Yeah, in this because they're not I mean, getting <laughs> oh my god Yeah, because you and I see them on Facebook yes, and we, we do. see the you know you see uh, the work. Regina Harmon at oh. Southern Nevada Beagle Rescue yeah. who just two days ago, went down and saved four death row dogs. She did four. And she does this all the time. And it's such a good rescue. Uh, you know, there's the Shepherd Rescue. There's so many really good uh, rescues in this town. And they're and small. They, they are small. They're always saving dogs that need medical procedures, which are very expensive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is where it definitely takes a village. I feel like yes. they're doing the hard part. Oh. We need to give up our Starbucks. Yes, we've got to lift them up. That we can't find anyway. <laughs> hey, so we you might go. as well take that time. (laughs) Ten bucks, and turn it over there. You know, I usually don't give like huge donations, but I try to give ten here, twenty there. It
1: makes a difference. I do
2: try to support Nevada uh, SPCA as well. They save so many seniors out of the KEL facility, and the seniors are are neglected. Um, yes.
1: you know, group of, of animals that people tend yeah, it's to an overlook. an amazing
2: organization. So I try to support them as well. And by the way, something I wanted to mention is if you go on smile.amazon.com and yeah. you shop on amazon.com, but go through smile, yes. you can pick, <gasps> I believe it has to be a 501c3, okay. but you can pick a charity and they get a percentage every time you buy. So if you're a shopaholic like I am, I'm at a- least you can start feeling <laughs> some merit
1: in your, your shopping, bad habits? you know, shop and help. I mean, there's, there's nothing better that's than that. What I'm saying that sounds perfect. So to me.
2: NSPCA gets a piece of everything I do on. SMART. Yeah, Amazon. I think that's
1: amazing. And I th- if I'm wrong, I think Hot Diggity are actually doing something on Amazon. That's probably there. That's They're awesome. going to actually get registered on there too. Now, got, and like like like, um, Hannah Elizabeth was saying, when you follow these rescues on Facebook, you really do get to see the insides of their work. Unbelievable. And I think <laughs> that's really important because you get a feel for what they do. And that's very
2: selfless. I mean, you know,
1: I, Regina misses her yoga classes all the time. Every day. They essentially keep her sane. You know what I mean? Because it's a stressful thing right. to be in rescue. Unbelievably
2: stressful. And it's not just saving the dog. She's gotta find a foster for the dog. She's gotta oh, get medical yeah. care for the dogs. It's I mean it's a very
1: long process. And it never
2: stops. No. It's not like oh you did it today, now you can take a week off. <laughs> no.
1: So now talking I, about it being stressful um, and with you being a comedian, yes. what advice would you give as a comedian to someone who works in rescue when the going gets tough? I am the worst person
2: at handling stress, so <laughs> I, everyone knows that what I do for stress is Xanax and liquor, <laughs> so I am so not qualified to
1: discuss good stress Maybe you techniques. should go and watch one of Hannah's videos. Yes. Tell at your laugh. Now,
2: I do, th- I do think humor <laughs> helps you get through, I but so. Sam knows. I was having a very bad day the other day, <laughs> and... Uh, like I was at my limit, and I give my dogs bean treats, and the beans went flying <laughs> everywhere. And I smacked my palm down on my granite counter in the kitchen, and I have a bruise the size of Mount Rushmore now. So that's my stress <laughs> technique, which I don't really recommend. Uh, it's not really the best stress management yeah, go, technique. Go to
1: big dot com and check out her videos. I mean, I like the one with the English accent. That's really that was funny. the Christmas show. It was so funny. Yeah, and
2: I and I was told by a few people that I did a pretty mean British yes,
1: accent yes you did because she, let me tell you something English accents are great on English people just remember that, unless you do a really good accent, <laughs>
2: because well, of that it's really irritating. It's like American <laughs> accents. There's not just one. No, the I dialects mean, are so different. Right, and then there's upper class and middle yes, class and that. lower class and working class, and you know that's the thing. People, there's not even like one Southern accent. There's like ten thousand Southern right. accents. That's right.
1: That's right. But yes, your English accent is very good. See,
2: I take that as high praise.
1: And I love the fact that you have your dogs in the video. Oh I mean, yeah, hello. I love to have
2: the dogs in the video, and they're just like wandering in and out. <laughs> yes. It's not like they're trained. Oh yeah, it.
1: they're just doing their own thing. I love that.
2: shows her butt. (laughs) They always say, don't work with kids and animals. They totally upstage you. Absolutely. (laughs) You you don't exist when they're in the video. But yeah, I think, I think the psychiatric term for what you're talking about is called self-soothe. And I think I missed that class. I have no (laughs) self-soothe technique at all. Like nothing. So I either bang my head through yeah. a glass window or I drink. <laughs> there That's you go.
1: We're in good. We're in good shape now. That's it's what just, I'm hey, it's the weekend. You're allowed to do I'm that. Still alive. Yeah, yeah. I yes. always say
2: when I get pissed off, I'm endangered to no one but myself. But so myself. <laughs> the dogs look at me like mom. Get a grip.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. As they eat all
2: the beans off the
1: floor. There the you way. go. They probably ate more than they should have, so we just die And by the way, it them. happened again the next day, um, and then I laugh. Well, because we, like, we keep saying it's you know. Uh, Mercury's in retrograde. So uh, stuff's we, happening that Mercury's you don't want to retrograde. happen.
2: Mercury's in retrograde. I would like to go live in a cave until February 28th yeah. when it ends. It's just scary. So never
1: plan an event or anything like Nothing. that because more than likely something will Computer happen. Computer stuff yeah. is
2: haywire. I mean, everything is Ex- just
1: whacked. <laughs> well, listen, let's take a quick break, Chris, because I'm going to come back and we'll talk about some events that's going on in town and uh, a little bit of um, Hannah's family history, which is really interesting. We'll be right back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Let me see
2: Victoria Schaefer, aspiring actress, babysitter extraordinaire, college student, and animal enthusiast, is on her own for the first time in New York City. Follow Victoria and her two dogs, Rue and Echo, as she cares for her furry friends and juggles home life and career, all the while managing to survive in the world's most hectic city. The exciting animal adventures and secret stories from both ends of the leash that make up the Tales of the City.
0: Every week, on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On PetLife Radio. PetLife Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet <laughs> This is Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. The phone lines are open at 702-483-4444. Now, let's bring back the host. Here is the rock and roll queen of dogs, Sam.
1: Okay, and we're back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio, my fabulous guest, Hannah Elizabeth. She's a comedian, a writer, singer. I'm sure you've acted too. I have. Before we actually go into a little bit of um, Hannah's family history, because we've got mm, 10 minutes left on the show, I just wanted to tell you about a couple of events that are happening in town. There is the K9 Nose Work on February the 26th, 6.30 p.m. at At Your Service Pet Supplies, which is an unusual um, training. Because you don't see nose work very often. I don't really know what nose work is. Well, nose work can be a lot of different things. But like for example, there's a there's a company that just opened up in Boulder City where you can um, go and uh, train for a day to be with your dog to, for your dog to be a bomb dog. So they did wow. the nose work training so they can you know trace where it is and wow so, yeah so that's that, think, the world we live in. It's now. a world nice. we live in. But yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, at Your Service Pet Supplies. Canine nose work, February twenty sixth, six thirty wow. p.m. Really fun and. Um, I keep mentioning this every week. Blog Pause is coming to Lake Las Vegas at the Westin Hotel on May 8th through the 10th. I will be there. It is the the mecca for pep bloggers. So oh. it's a, comp- a huge conference. It's three days. How fun. It's really good. You get to net with lots of companies that actually want you to blog for them or blog about their products, wow. they team you up. You'll learn about blogging, platforms, SEO, you name it, network people in the industry. I mean... They come from all over the place. And Lake
2: Las Vegas is a beautiful spot. Exactly. I really think it's underrated. So
1: first time in Vegas. I'm thrilled. So I've, I'm going to nice. be telling people what they can do, which is probably more on the lines of going out at night. Because <laughs> that's my thing. But I'm really excited because so many of these people I already know from when I would meet them through like SuperZoo or something like that or I know them and I've known them for years through social media but have yet to meet them that's awesome so I'm thrilled Just, so that is blog pause blogpause.com you can still sign up um, they do um, they do sell out very very quickly and there's a big fabulous red carpet event at the end of, of it of course there is oh my gosh I love to dress up I mean it's my thing right you know like tonight I'm going to the Jacksons because you know they've got their show at Planet Hollywood no. so yeah red carpet the a real Jacksons a, real the like pseudo Jacksons the real Jacksons wow. my friend um, Andy has designed their set because wow. that's what he does and uh, red carpet at 8 Scott tonight so I'm figuring out what you're I you're fancy well, I, I love to dress up I mean I hate taking the makeup off and doing all that I know right uh, you know what I do I travel with um, makeup wipes in my car <laughs> by the time I get home when the makeup's off I
2: like those reality shows <laughs> where they have a makeup artist I'm like that's what I want oh, we that just would be sit nice. there and everything and then they, oh, I mean
1: awesome. I know I probably know 8 makeup artists but I, wouldn't that be great that'd oh, be nice just make your life a little bit easier yes. so yeah there are a couple of really great events that's coming out also I also want to mention the rescue the Vegas Pig Pets. Oh, do oh you know, yes, I follow them. They're so grape. adorable. So that, I
2: love her pictures. Are the cutest things ever? <laughs> where know. they're eating the veggie bowls. It's really you, cute. You are
1: allowed to have have pigs here in in um in our st- in our state. I think it's statewide, and it's VegasPigPets.org. org. They rescue them and they adopt them. I think it's brilliant. I also like those little pygmy goats.
2: Oh, <gasps> I haven't seen. It. She has those too? I don't
1: think she has goats, but I love those little things. So um. So, yeah, so they're my rescue of the week, Vegas Pig Pets. Of course, I want to say a big thank you to all my sponsors, because they make the show happen every week, which is a fabulous thing. And a quick shout-out, in case they're listening, I met just yesterday Valerie and Eric at Pers and Wags Grooming on Stephanie, just off 2.15, uh, the next to my favorite Starbucks. So I thought, well, I'll go in and say, hey. So uh, the grooming looks really, really nice. So I just want to say a quick look in case they're listening in. And uh, it's amazing I remember the names, because... I remember dogs' names. I don't remember my o- own name. Owners, Elfism. no. Forget the owners, you know. So I just wanted to do a quick um, talk about, you've got this lineage of, um, yes. <laughs> a, a really impressive lineage, actually, of, um, what's the word, journalism in your family. So do you want to tell us, who that impressive person is. Well, there's
2: a show, It's uh, they say it's the longest running show on television called Meet the Press. Mm-hmm. Um, and my grandfather actually created that back in the day on radio and brought it to television. I
1: didn't know it started in radio first. That's, it did. That's interesting. It, did.
2: it used to be a good show too. <laughs>
1: On sunday, it's sunday mornings isn't it yeah yeah i watch I, it
2: i don't yeah. yeah i'm not crazy about the guy who's on it now yeah tim russert was good and since since yeah. he passed it's just been mm, no
1: so what year would that have been then that your grandfather started I that be- well
2: i think it was in the 40s <gasps> yeah
1: gosh that has been going a long time yeah then. but i mean
2: whenever tv started it was truly one of the first shows on television and it's been on non-stop
1: since They're on then. there for a reason. You know, yeah. those shows last for a reason, most definitely. Now, you've done some news
2: anchoring before, correct? I was a news anchor in western Kansas back when Lincoln was in office. And <laughs> uh, that was the Fascinating experience. It really was. We did, we, we did everything back then. We had to shoot our own video. We had to edit our own video. We had to pull our own feeds. The funniest thing was there was nothing to do in this little town of 20,000. I literally moved from New York City to this town of 20,000 in rural farming Kansas. Like you do. Right. And at that time I was in my twenties and my system could still handle Jack Daniels and we used to go out and drink. I don't even want to tell you how much liquor I consumed that year. But so Sunday mornings when I was usually still drunk, still inebriated, I would have to go in at 6 a.m. and do a radio sports cast. sportscast. Oh my I know Lord, nothing, nothing about, about sports. <laughs> so the combination of like not being able to enunciate, that was hilarious. That's <laughs> what I remember. It was a really interesting experience. I'm really glad I had it. I learned a lot. A good
1: skill set.
2: Yes. But so I, I tell people, Western Kansas to a New Yorker, like I could go to, you know, Marrakesh and it would be more familiar to me. <laughs> It, this was a foreign... I felt like I had fallen into a Coca-Cola commercial. I was like, really? People really live like this? Wow.
1: I love it. Your yes. life's been very interesting. It
2: was. It was. I think there was still a few football players from the team who remember me back then. <laughs> There was nothing to do there, if you get my drift. It was a long time ago.
1: Oh, how fun, though! I mean, and all that I like say—all those skill sets you bring along with you it's to scary. present day—I should be able
2: to, like, really have run your the own FBI TV station and do your own thing. Yes. Yeah,
1: totally. Yes. Well, I just—I'm really glad you came to the show today. I I'm know we—we so oh, we could have a much longer show. We could. You know that much. You I know. know how many minutes we got left, Chris? Are we? Are we got three? Oh, I think that clocks off up there. I was gonna do you say. think? Oh, yeah, it's Boo, the clock's oh, up. Ooh, clock. Three minutes. This is when I like to go into like warp speed with <laughs> the end of the show. So I always like to say at the end of the show, remember, and I added something to this thanks to Jessica from last week, you can help a pet in need either by rescuing, adopting, donating, volunteering, and sharing their information. Rescue your next furry family member. Replace the word shop with adopt and be kind to all animals. Super, super important. So I want to say a big thank you to Hannah Elizabeth for thank coming in. Thank you for in.
2: the honor of inviting me on your show. Well,
1: I'm so glad you came. I'm sure you'll come in again. I would be my Because we've always got plenty to talk about. Um, I want to thank Chris. Thank you, producing, Chris. For producing the show today. Hannah brightened up his day. We saw some smiles, which is good. He makes the show run smoothly. And I'd like to thank all of you for listening in today. Um, you're a big part of the show every week. And uh, it's, uh, it's great that you're listening from all over the world. Make sure you give us a shout out on Facebook and we'll say hi back to you. And what you've been doing today is listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio, where it's all about Vegas, rock and roll, dogs, pets, people and pop culture. And I'm your host, Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs. And I always say to people, remember, kiss your dogs good morning and good night. And then a million the times French in between. kiss my dogs every Why day. Why not? You know, I haven't gotten sick yet. <laughs> Can't say that about every man I've ever kissed.
2: <laughs> Isn't that the case? I'm, I'm, saying. Saying.
1: I'm like, yeah, I kiss my dogs on the lips. And real men kiss their dogs on the lips. But my, but my friend Jerry McCambridge said something about, I did, but now she's my ex wife. Or something weird. That like. was funny. <laughs> But that's Jerry. Anyway, what, oh, we got two minutes. This is like luxury. Right. We got two minutes. This and is we do incredible. this thing on
2: TV where they go like as they go stretch. Yeah, I stretch.
1: Which normally we never do a stretch yeah. on the end of this show. Um Talking about sharing information. Wasn't it great that Rango got found at Red Rock Canyon because yes. of people sharing information yes. through social media? It's amazing. I mean, no one wants their dog to be lost in Red Rock Canyon. Came back very skinny very after a few skinny. days. uh Obviously very dehydrated. But it's great yeah. news. And keep sharing that info because it does make an it impact. Does. You know, and they had to have been so thrilled to get yeah, that dog back. Oh, my gosh. Because
2: it doesn't always have a happy ending. No, so. it
1: doesn't. It really. Doesn't. I know people went out to, to help, you know, look for the dog. But the sharing is what counts, you it's know. If you lose your dog, email your information to vegasanimal411 at gmail.com. And email that out to the hugest network we have in town.
2: And please, even if your dog is microchipped, I'm begging you, go get a $5 chip, I mean, a, a tag. Yes. Because... You know, if you have that information right on the tag, not everyone knows about chips. Not everyone's going to bring the dog in to get a check for a chip. And sometimes the dog is two minutes away from the house. And then you can just, so I I beg people, get a tag, even if you have a chip. Multiple levels
1: of identification. Thank you, you, Hannah Elizabeth. You're welcome. It's been fabulous. My pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll see you all next week. You've been listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, your host, Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs. Have a great weekend, everyone.